Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello everybody. Welcome back. Today um, I'm going to start my NFL season preview off. Um, what I'm going to do is two divisions per episode and then which will make it four episodes in total and then I'm going to go through and do my um, stat leader predictions um, for the players in another episode as long as like a best bets or a prediction for each award and conference winner and such and such so on and so forth in a separate episode so today I'm going to preview the AFC North and the AFC South um, so we'll just get right on into it baby AFC North. Let's let's get right into it. I'm doing these in alphabetical order just because that's how they came up on the um, NFL page. Basically, what I'm going to do is do the uh, say the team, the projected over under win totals, um, last year's result for them, my prediction for their win total, and the key additions and losses to the team. So um, yeah, here we go. First team we got on the list is the Baltimore Ravens. Last season, they went 8-9 and nine and finished 4th place in the division. Their over-under projection this year is 10.5 wins. All of these win totals, by the way, will be from FanDuel Sportsbook. Accurate as of July 23rd when I originally wrote this. I did check right before this episode, and none of them had changed as far as what I've gotten here as of right now. So, yes, projection over-under, 10.5 wins. 8-9 uh, and nine last season, 4th in the division. I'm saying they go over this year. They went the last five games, I believe four or five games without Lamar Jackson. They drafted Kyle Hamilton, 14th overall at the safety position, and they added Marcus Williams from the Saints at safety. Um, they lost Marquise Hollywood-Brown to the Cardinals at wide receiver, and Sammy Watkins also left at wide receiver. But Lamar Jackson's not known for needing wide receivers. As long as he stays healthy, I believe Lamar Jackson can easily lead this team to 11 wins. I believe in my uh, win-loss projection episode, I had them at 13-4. and four. I just think this team's solid all the way around, and as long as Lamar stays healthy, I see him winning a good amount of games this season. Um, which, if you haven't seen the late, late news, latest news, the... Uh, Twitter release from Lamar Jackson saying he's gone from 205 pounds last season, 208 his MVP season, um, to 230 pounds for this season. He's bulked up, he's yoked out, whatever you want to say. I think that'll help him stay healthy this season. I think he'll be good to go for most of it, if not all of it. Next team we got here is the Cincinnati Bengals. They went 10 and 7 last year, winning the division. The over/under projected win total is nine and a half. I think they're going to go over that. They have added Lyle Collins from the Cowboys on the offensive line as a guard or tackle. He plays both. And Hayden Hurst at tight end from the Falcons. The key losses from this team are C.J. Uzoma, who was one of Joe Burrow's favorite targets during the postseason run. Um, he left to the New York Jets. And Larry uh, Joby, I believe is how you say that one, left for the Steelers. He was a defensive tackle. Um, I don't see those two big losses 
affecting them as much as the gains are going to help them. It was notorious last season that the Bengals had a weak offensive line. Joe Burrow got sacked like what? Eight, nine times in the uh, playoff game against the Tennessee Titans, and they still won the game. So adding help in some form, this time being Lyle Collins, is better. I think Hayden Hurst is just as good as C.J. Uzoma, if not better. But on a losing team like the Falcons, he never really got to show that potential. So I think these additions make the team better. I think in my projection, I had them going 10-7 and again this year. So that's over on the win total, baby. It's all that matters. Uh, next team we got is the Cleveland Browns. They didn't have a win total listed when I last looked. Um, last season they went 8-9 and nine and finished third. Um, they did add Deshaun Watson at quarterback, obviously, um, and Amari Cooper at wide receiver. Why do I feel like Amari Cooper was already there and I've just completely whiffed on this? Anyways, um, Deshaun Watson was suspended for six games right before I started recording this. It was announced that the NFL is appealing that decision and wants an indefinite suspension. The NFLPA is suing. Um, Unclear what's going to happen. When I did my projection, I imagined he was getting a full-season suspension because that was the rumor at the time when I wrote mine. Um, So six games is going to be a lot more helpful for the Browns. Um, But if the NFL gets their way, he's going to be gone a lot longer. Um, haven't had time to read into it. It quite literally happened right as I hit record. I got the notification that they're appealing it. Um, so we'll have to see where that goes. Um, the losses on this team, uh, Baker Mayfield, obviously Jarvis Landry left to go to the Saints, and Austin Hooper at tight end left to go to the Titans. I think the Browns are probably going to stay. They'll play better than last year if Deshaun Watson plays uh, all but the six games he suspended definitely would be better than last year. Everyone in the industry that you listen to, whether it's you know commentators, uh, insiders, analysts, whatever, think that the Browns have one of the most complete rosters in the NFL. Um, but if you're missing, you know, the quarterback is a key piece, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure how much better they'll do if Watson plays more than half the season. I think they'll, you know. They'll probably be around 500. If he misses any more than the six games he's already missing, I'm not too sure what to expect from the Browns. Um, it's all really going to hinge on the decision behind the Deshaun Watson case. So another one we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, the last team in the division is the Pittsburgh Steelers. The um, Last season they went 9-8, and eight, finished second in the division. The over/under projected total is seven and a half wins. I picked the under in my projection. In my projection, um, added to the team were Mitch Trubisky and Larry Ogunjobi. Um, I think most of you know who Mitch Trubisky is. Quarterback he just left the Bills from the Bears to go to the Steelers. Uh, Larry Ogunjobi, defensive tackle from the Bengals. The losses are Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster that stick out to me. Um. I'm not so sure what to make of the Steelers uh, either. I can't imagine that Kenny Pickett is going to start at quarterback. I think that's all going to be Mitch Trubisky. Uh, He's going to be like Ben Roethlisberger, a less good version of Roethlisberger, I think. Maybe a better arm, but he's going to be more run-happy. So I'm not too sure what to make of that, or maybe Pickett even beats him out. Who knows? You know what I mean? Um, We're just going to have to wait and see. I don't think that offense lends itself to Kenny Pickett. It's more of a run first and let the defense stop the other team 
first kind of thing. It's not really one where they like to throw the ball all the time. Najee Harris is going to run the ball a lot this season, regardless of who's at quarterback. Um, so it's really going to be how good Najee Harris is, who plays quarterback, and if Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson can get open enough for them to throw the ball to him, that's going to be the defining thing for the Steelers this season. So the odds to win the division are Baltimore Ravens are the favorite at plus 170, Cincinnati Bengals close behind at plus 185, the Cleveland Browns at plus 260, and the Pittsburgh Steelers at plus 950. I'm taking the Ravens just because of the uncertainty around the Browns. Um, I think the Browns would probably be the best contender for the Ravens if Deshaun Watson were to play the full season, and I don't think the Bengals will have a, you know, rounded up team like all the way around the team probably not going to be as good as the Ravens um I mean the Ravens had one of the worst injury plagued seasons last year for any team almost in history you can go back and listen to all the people I will I went over it on my projections win loss projections last episode they're bringing back like two or three key pieces on defense another one on offense um I just see the Ravens being too good to be denied in this division. I'll take them with plus money, baby. Next division we're going to cover today. We got the AFC South. Um, we're just going to start it right off. Houston Texans. Uh, last season they went 4-13 and and finished third in the division. Their over-under projection is 4.5 wins. I'm taking under on that. I think I had them winning three games in my projection. Um... Their key additions this season, uh, Mario Addison from the Bills at defensive end and Derek Stingley Jr. drafted third overall in the draft at cornerback. Key losses, obviously, Deshaun Watson and Justin Reed at safety, who left for the Chiefs. Davis Mills is pretty much the hope of this team. And, um, shoot, I'm blanking the wide receiver they got there. Brandon Cooks, I believe. Or is it Robert? Go like Brandon Cooks. That's pretty much the whole offense there. The defense added to with Stingley and Addison. Stingley will be a good beast to build around in the secondary, but I don't think this defense has enough in it to actually stop teams from scoring big on them. I remember last season the Rams were up like 30 points in the third quarter and took first string out offense and defense, and it took almost the entire fourth quarter for the or the Texans to get within two touchdowns of them. That's probably how it's going to be again this season. I don't think they're winning five games. I think it's going to be four at best again this year. And, yeah, under the win projection, I'm not liking the Texans this year. But onto a team I do like for this season, the Indianapolis Colts, baby. They went 9-8 and eight last year. They finished second in the division. Over-under projection is 9.5. I think they're easily going to get that. You need to hear about this one. Their key additions. Matt Ryan at starting quarterback, Nick Foles to back him up, Philip Lindsay at running back to go with Jonathan Taylor. On the defensive side of the ball, you got Yannick Ngakwe from the Raiders and Stephon Gilmore at cornerback from the Panthers. Their key loss, the only name that you're going to recognize on the loss side for the Colts is Carson Wentz. And if you're going to tell me Matt Ryan and Nick Foles together doesn't make a better quarterback room than Carson Wentz, let me know what you got smoking. I think these Colts are going to be a lot better. Um, 
yeah, just adding the quarterbacks and running back that they did. Never mind adding Yannick Ngakwe to the defensive line with DeForest Buckner. And then Stefan Gilmore, who, if I'm not mistaken, is two years, three years removed from being defensive player of the league at cornerback. I, I mean, <laughs> he might not be in his prime or on the top of his game anymore, but my goodness, he's getting added to that. That's major improvement, you know? I mean... <laughs> Yeah, anytime you can add a former defensive player of the year, as long as they're not, you know, on the verge of retirement, which Gilmore is not, major addition to the defense. I'm loving it. For the Colts, I think they blow past the nine and a half wins. I believe I had them at fourteen and three or thirteen and four in my projection. Easily covering the nine and a half wins total. Yeah, I I think the Colts are gonna be pretty good this year team that I don't think is going to be good this year is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, last season went 3-14, and 14, finishing fourth last in the division. The over-under projected in wins is 6.5. Uh, key additions to the team. We got Christian Kirk from the Cardinals at wide receiver. Evan Ingram from the Giants at tight end. Brandon Scherf from the Washington Commanders at offensive guard. Trayvon Walker drafted first overall out of Georgia at defensive end. And Darius Williams playing cornerback from the Rams. These are some pretty stout additions if they work. Um, Brandon Scherf, towards the end of his career at guard, brought in to help the offensive line protect Trevor Lawrence. Evan Ingram, the former young, expected-to-be-breakout star for the the Giants at tight end, uh, who disappointed greatly. Coming to the Jaguars, hoping for some redemption. And Christian Kirk, who took massive bags from the Jaguars to leave Arizona. On offense, those additions, pretty nice seemingly. I don't think they're going to live up to the hype that people are giving them, you know, from what you hear. Uh, Christian Kirk overpaid. Evan Ingram disappointed, which I'm not sure if you can blame that on the quarterback, the system, or just Ingram not being as good as he was hoped to be. And Brandon Scherf, like I said, is, you know, age 30s. So he's going to start going downhill. And I believe he was even signed to a four-year contract. Not looking good for the Jaguars there. Trayvon Walker is a bit of a wild card. People have been saying that since the draft where he, uh, could be more athletic and freakish in talent than Aiden Hutchinson, but not as consistent. Plays across the entire defensive line, but does not have the proje- production numbers to show as much success as Hutchinson did. And Darius Williams playing cornerback for the Rams. I mean, you got Jalen Ramsey to learn from, and his name didn't particularly stand out against him. Did Darius Williams... Um, so yeah, the Jack the Jaguars could be hit or miss, but I don't think they're going to be anything too crazy. The key losses to me, the ones that stuck out in name brand value, Tavon Austin and DJ Chark at wide receiver, both of those who started most of the games last season, and Andrew Norwell at guard on the offensive line, clearly replaced by Brandon Scherf, is an upgrade, but I don't think much of one. So I just don't know what to make of the Jaguars. I don't think they're winning six and a half games, though I think at best they're winning five. Maybe they'll surprise me if if Trevor Lawrence takes a massive jump in year two. I just don't personally see it. Not No Jaguars, hate, slander, or whatever, but I just don't see it. Sorry, Jags fans. Last team, 
I've got in this division is the Tennessee Titans. They went 12 and 5 last season, first place in the division. The over/under projection is nine and a half wins. I have them at over. I believe I had them going 12 and 5 again this season, or 11 and 6. Key additions to this team: Robert Woods, wide receiver from the Rams, and Austin Hooper, the tight end from the Browns. Um, replacing the losses of AJ Brown and Julio Jones. Name brand value doesn't sound like much of an improvement, but the actual production and availability numbers should be greater. Robert Woods coming off a torn ACL in middle of last season with the Rams. As long as he heals up and is healthy, he should should take part in most, if not every game, um, which is what he did prior to an ACL tear for the Rams. Austin Hooper was at one time looked at as one of the best tight ends in the league. When he left the Atlanta Falcons, um, Julio Jones not being healthy and A.J. Brown being the wide receiver in a system that prefers to run with Derrick Henry, never going to get great numbers, but A.J. Brown put some decent ones up. I think the production from him is going to be missed, but not so much um, Julio Jones when he was only available for, I believe, nine games last season of 17 so as long as Woods and Hooper can make it through, you know, more than nine games and have decent numbers, I think they've gotten better. I think they go over that nine and a half win total. But uh, we'll get to my prediction for the division here. I got to scroll down to my odds here. We got AFC South. The Indianapolis Colts are the favorite at minus 115. Tennessee Titans second, plus 160. Jacksonville Jaguars, plus 750. Houston Texans, plus 2,500. I'm taking the Colts here. I think the defensive players got better. The quarterback play got better. The running back room got better. I think everything in the system got better. So I'm looking forward to the Colts taking a big step forward this season. As long as Matt Ryan is more consistent than Carson Wentz, this team will easily win at least two more games than last season's team did. If you don't know what I mean, just look at the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars in the winner-go-home game in Week 18 last season. That's all I need to say. But that's all I've got for this short little shot of an episode. Um... This was your AFC North and South season preview. My prediction of the winners. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else for these two divisions. Maybe I kind of glossed over them. Let me know what your take is. What you think of these two divisions. Who you think's going to win. And I will be releasing, should be releasing an episode a day until I finish all of the divisions. And then I will do a stat leader slash best bets slash stat leader predictions I don't know what you want to call it I'll get to that when I get to it um but I should have one a day until I completely finish the set so I will see you guys next time bye bye